Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello there. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast. Welcome. I've been seeing a lot of reports in the media about how much weight everyone supposedly gained during the pandemic year, and some of these numbers are pretty alarming. One highly regarded source reported an average weight gain of 25 pounds. Another widely reported survey put that number even higher, at 29 pounds. Meanwhile, Everyone on social media is bemoaning the fact that returning to in-person work or school is going to require a whole new wardrobe because they can no longer fasten their so-called hard pants. Internet memes and jokes aside, massive weight gain in a large proportion of the population would have serious implications in the form of increased disease burden, risks, and disability. Fortunately, when you take a closer look at the data, the actual situation is not quite as dire or dramatic as news reports would suggest. One of these reports, for example, is based on an internet survey conducted by Harris Poll on behalf of the American Psychological Association. And contrary to what you may have seen about this in the media, the survey did not find that the average person gained 29 pounds during the pandemic. Four in 10 of those surveyed actually said that the pandemic did not result in any unwanted weight change. 20% said that they experienced unwanted weight loss as a result of the stress. The remaining 40% said that the pandemic had led to unwanted weight gain, and the average reported weight gain in that group was indeed 29 pounds. But only half of those, or 20% of all respondents, reported gaining more than 15 pounds. Keep in mind as well that all of these were self-reported changes not verified by any actual weight data, so it's unclear just how accurate people's reports or recollections were. But clearly, it's a gross misrepresentation to say that the average person gained 29 pounds during the pandemic. Most of the people in this particular survey didn't report unwanted weight gain, and most of those who did gained less than half that much. And what about that widely shared article that appeared on the Harvard Health blog that mentioned a 25-pound weight gain? Again, all is not as it seems. The Harvard writers were reporting on data published by researchers from the University of California, San Francisco. This was a much smaller sample size involving just 270 people who were tracking their weight using a Bluetooth-enabled scale as part of a cardiology study. 
So the data were certainly more reliable. And they found that the subjects gained an average of six pounds over four months starting in February 2020, just as the country was going into lockdown. So where does the 25-pound number come from? That was the result of pure speculation on the part of the Harvard writers. Had that pace of weight loss continued for another 12 consecutive months, they reasoned, it would have added up to a total of 25 pounds. But there is absolutely no data in this study to suggest that this is actually what happened. So what actually did happen? Well, Epic Health was able to analyze weight data on almost 20 million people who are covered by their health system, and they found a very different story. The average weight gain over the pandemic year was about one pound. But look, as we saw with the survey data I discussed before, averages aren't always the best way to see what's going on across a population. Another way to look at that same data is to look at the distribution of weight changes. So what percentage of the population lost between zero and five pounds? What percentage lost five to 10 pounds or 10 to 15 pounds and so on? And this is called a histogram. When you look at a histogram of the Epic Health weight data, and I do have one in the show notes if you want to check that out, you can clearly see that small changes in weight are far more common than big changes. But more importantly, when the researchers compared weight changes during the pandemic year to weight changes over the previous pre-pandemic year, the pattern was almost identical. According to this data, the pandemic had almost no impact on the number of people who gained or lost weight or on how much they lost or gained. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Today's episode is supported by Vegamore, a line of hair care products specifically formulated to promote thicker, fuller, longer-looking hair. Results from double-blind tests among real users showed meaningful differences in the amount of shedding, volume, and density. Now, when it comes to seeing results like this, the key is consistency. For best results, you want to use these products as directed for at least three months, and their monthly subscription makes that easy. It means you never run low, and plus, you save more. I've been using the products for a couple of weeks now, so it's still a little too soon to see the full impact, especially of the Grow Serum, but I love the way the shampoo and the conditioner smell, and I gotta say, my hair is looking healthy and bouncy. 
So elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash diva and use the code diva at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash diva and the code diva to save 20% on your first order. So why does this matter? Clearly, bad news gets more attention, and it appears that the news on pandemic weight gain wasn't nearly as bad as the headline suggested. But I'm afraid that stories like these can undermine people's resolve to take action to address their own weight gain by suggesting that weight gain was unavoidable or maybe universal. We shouldn't take our cues for what is possible for us from others, but as social creatures, we do. We match both our behaviors and our expectations to the cues around us. As the number of overweight citizens has grown, we've adjusted our notion of what normal weight is. A person who 50 years ago would have been described both by doctors and by casual observers as being overweight is now perceived both by doctors and casual observers as being normal weight in the same way that we've come to view oversized portions as a normal serving size. When there's more on the plate, we just assume that we should eat more. And when everyone around us is overweight, it may feel safer or more acceptable to remain overweight ourselves. But while it may be more acceptable, it is, of course, not safer. And that's why this false narrative that everyone gained 25 pounds during the pandemic is worth correcting. Everyone did not gain weight. In fact, a minority of people gained weight, and of those who did, most gained less than five pounds. Now, please understand, this is in no way meant to denigrate or discourage those who may have gained a significant amount of weight over the last year or over the course of any year. To the contrary, it's meant to encourage them not to dismiss unwanted weight gain as no big deal or to accept it as an inevitable result of the pandemic year or any other stressful situation. Weight gain can seriously impact both your physical and your emotional health and well-being, and there are health professionals who can support you in pursuing healthy weight loss through behavior modification, lifestyle change, and when appropriate, medical, psychological, or pharmaceutical support. And if you do have quite a bit of weight to lose, remember that even a modest weight loss can have a significant positive effect on your health. So don't let how far you feel you need to go keep you from taking those all-important first steps. In the show notes for today's episode, I have links to the research that I reviewed today, as well as to several related episodes, including a look at the healthy at every size movement and the intuitive eating movement, and an interview with obesity doctor Gabe Smolars on why weight loss may be more difficult for some than for others and new medical interventions that can help. And you'll find the show notes on our website at quickanddirtytips.com. And if you're looking for a behavioral approach to sustainable weight loss, I'd also like to invite you to check out the work that I do with Brock Armstrong in the Way Less program. You can learn more about that at wayless.life. 
The Nutrition Diva Show is written by me, Monica Reinagel, edited by Beata Santora. My producer is Nathan Sems, and the amazing team at Macmillan Audio also includes Michelle Margulis, Emily Miller, and our intern, Claire Freeman. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 